What's going on, y'all? It's your girl, Simply Bree, and this is He Said What? Now, if you have not tuned into the show before, we are here with my wonderful guest, David Buchanan. He's going to tell it like it is. He's going to explain to us in answering these questions, um, what is it in the Black community that we are just struggling to address or we're choosing to ignore, including topics on dating. So this is something that you don't want to miss. I ask that you sit tight, throw your questions, comments in the chat box. And um, I don't know if y'all ready for David. David, do you think they're ready for you? I mean, I really don't care. I mean, I just hope they just they just listen <laughs> and have questions. I'm just I'm just here to get from a, from a male perspective. From a, I've been married now. I'm divorced and. This is this is what it is. Like I'm I'm here to share my 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 truth, my experience, and that's yes. that. Because sharing is caring. Caring, so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So don't share that... too much, though. Don't share too much, though. Especially right. in Atlanta. Woo! You know, in Atlanta. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna go ahead and get started, you guys. Sit tight. back and as you guys can see the topic tonight this is one of the topics are good black men hard to find um we will be addressing this topic as well as follow-up uh questions and other topics related to such david first of all how are you doing this evening it's been a minute since i've had you on i know it's it's, uh, it's been a while you've been working i've been working so you yes. know i'm doing great you know i'm, I'm blessed and highly favorite as they would say i'm done i'm done i'm good i'm good man i'm good <laughs> all right now we were talking about the whole dating scene mm-hmm. and um <laughs> <laughs> shit is really a scene in that <laughs> you, you, you did us a favor by describing uh what women will more than likely come across when it comes to the dating scene in atlanta so please share with the viewers um let them know and listeners let them know um, what options do us women have when we're trying to date in Atlanta? <laughs> Y'all, are, <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> be. I'm gonna be honest. Like, it's it's gonna take some work. It's gonna take some. Work. It's gonna take some work. There's a, there's a lack of masculinity. Um, there's a lot of dudes that really feel like, hey, all I gotta do is just present dick and. Kind of like that's about it, yeah. and then that's it. You should just take me for what I am. Um, there's a lot of half-assed dudes out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me say this also: there's a lot of women that's actually what's the word? Um, lowering their standards mm-hmm. to be with these guys uh, just for the sake of having somebody in their life. You know the old trope, um, and that's really sad. Yeah. There, there's quality women out here, and I feel like there's quality men out here. Now, the thing is, 
what you need is different from what you want. Like, <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. Like, we we all see that person that that's like the the brother that's like going to school. He he may look dusty right now. That's not what you you may not want him, but right. he may be going to school for accounting or being a doctor. But he ain't he's not popping right now. Right. But then like five years go by, you run into him and he looking like what you want, and he can also give you what you need. Mm-hmm. But then you got you know, fast talking Eddie over here, you know, he slick <laughs> motherfucker. He ain't about shit. You know he ain't about shit. But for some reason you want to try to Fix make him. you feel like like women have this innate ability of trying to fix and then y'all come with a whole bunch of tools and shit like that to try to fix fast eddie you want fast eddie to slow down but fast eddie is all about you know being in the hov lane with multiple women yeah which is fucking kind of like dangerous um let me say this also this you gotta understand like what women what black women are experiencing right now is generational okay so you You've taken the father out of the, the men have been out of the house for some years now. Mm-hmm. So who's there to really teach a man how to teach a boy how to be a man? Right. If there ain't no men around, all he got is his mother, then that's a whole nother, it's a whole nother damn topic. So you have men out here that are not really really up to spec in my opinion. You got a lot of these dudes, they can't change a fucking tire. They can't change oil. They see a woman struggling with something. Like, motherfucker, you shouldn't have to see a woman struggling with fucking groceries or changing a tire. You shouldn't ask her shit. You should just be like, man, I got this. Right. Or you should you should just kind of like, just kind of swoop in and help her. You know what I'm saying? It's just certain things that my dad like taught me as a man. Right. You need to do this shit. It's... it's it's not up for discussion. Right. You're gonna have you're gonna have your woman, and that's why a lot of women right now don't really respect men because they're trying to make they're trying to push the woman to do a man's role. Right. And that's why a lot of y'all are coming off so damn aggressive and y'all are just hitting dudes up for dick and then that's it. There's no relationship, there's none of that. It's just give me some <laughs> like a co-worker, she showed me a text the other day well, on some shit like a meme where a chick hit a dude up. And was like, I'm on some dick. And dude was like, man, I just wanted to get to know you. And she was like, man, I'm going to block you. I don't know how real that shit is, but. It's real. I can imagine like that's, we've kind of sort of created this monster. It's it's kind of like a vice versa. It's kind of sad though. Like reverse roles. Yeah. And it's it's not, and this has nothing to do with patriarchy or no shit like that. I'm not, I'm not, you know, get your ass in the kitchen. I'm not with all that shit. There's certain things that. As a as a man, I know a woman can do better. Right. That's just what it is. And I should I should fucking remove my ego from the situation. It is what it is. And vice versa. I think right now we got too many. We're trying to like, and you see this shit going on. Yeah. Where I'm trying to be in your lane and you trying to be in my lane. Mm-hmm. And I can remember telling my girl a long time ago, this is before we got on good terms, like. Yo, stop fucking with me. I wear the boxes in this relationship, not you. Yeah. And she was, she paused for a second and she was like, well, damn. Cause I'm like, you trying to compete with my lane. Like you creating too much fucking friction. Right. Like, let me, let me do this. 
But but why do you why do you think? Because I can I can already tell. But why do you think women feel the need to do that? Why do women feel the need to become this masculine ball of energy in a relationship with a guy? History. Okay. Just what they've been through, what they mm-hmm. see, um, what they're being told in the music, mm-hmm. on TV, in the workplace. I mean, as I said earlier, a woman will give a woman. I feel like when you get into a relationship with a woman, she'll let you leave. Mm-hmm. But once you start dropping that, once you start kind of dropping the ball a little bit too much. Unfortunately, her testosterone is going to start picking up. Mm-hmm. And if that man doesn't make that shift, it's going to be fucking hell to, to yeah. kind of put that shit like, you know what I'm saying, back in the, in the balance or whatever. So a lot of things right now are out of nature. Um, I know the biggest thing with women is this, is keeping your word. Um, if you're not a man in your word, you guys don't really give a fuck about words. You guys are all about actions. <laughs> So, um, if you're not if you're not a man about your actions, then then that is that just y'all not gonna get wet later on. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be some dry pussy. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long night. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's you you gonna have to get up and get some lube. You are gonna have to run to Walgreens or get on Google and find a CVS or C twenty four hour CVS something. It's real. It's real. Yeah. And and I agree. You know, I feel like. Sometimes a woman feels the need to overcompensate because the guy is just not, he's not playing his role. He's not doing what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like you said, it can be based on history. It can be based on the fact that he was raised up in a household that doesn't have a male figure in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can also be, he was just taught the wrong way. Like maybe oh. he was taught by a pimp or some shit. I, I don't know. Um but when you are in a relationship and your partner is just not meeting you halfway and now you're doing all of the work, I can see where a woman can become disrespectful towards her dude. I, I can see it. I can see where a woman can talk shit to her dude, especially if she's making more money than him. And he's just not he's not pulling his weight and he's not showcasing that masculine energy. Mm-hmm. At that point. If he's if he's. He's probably going to have to reach out to some older men or a therapist. Yeah. And he's going to have to sit his woman down and really talk to her. And they got to have it. There's got to be a moment where they got to talk to each other. And mm-hmm. and that has to happen. Like, it has to be a heart to heart. It can't be no name calling, no, you know, labeling and shit like that. Like, we got to have a real fucking conversation. No emotions. I mean, like, when I say no emotions, like, none of, like, getting mad and finger flaring and all that goofy shit like have a real conversation like what is it that you need me to do what you know tell you like first of all there there has to be a conversation mm-hmm. um and, and what what you got to understand is and I've been through this before where like okay I'm, I was working on a project and a project came back really fucked up and for a while I was in a depression and that really kind of fucked with my relationship. And my girl had to like really, really like kind of devote a lot of emotional um, 
time to really get my mind back to where it was. We had to do a lot of talking and a lot of praying. Yeah. And that that's another thing that's that's missing is that is that communication. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna be with somebody, y'all really need to care about each other's spirits, about each other's soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and you gotta really ask yourself, what are we building together? What legacy are we trying to build? Cause that's cause the whole the whole uh dynamic is the family unit, which is being destroyed every single day. Left and right. Like it's like it's nothing. So you you have to understand like communication is big. Be honest. Be very fucking honest. Fuck all this. I'm gonna be a savage and I'm gonna hide shit. Okay, try that shit. You there's a thing called karma. Yeah. <laughs> and that motherfucker wears a dress, a red dress mm-hmm. with fucking Manolo Blonick. She will show up at your door one day and fucking knock on it. <laughs> If not, kick it in. Kick that motherfucker in and have a pump shotgun. Mm-hmm. But you you need to understand, like you need you need to be communication is the biggest thing. I'm gonna say that. Why do we lack communication? Like where where is the struggle? Why is it so hard to communicate? Why? Other than the pride and ego. You just said it. Man. Cause it's like cause cause well. I'm gonna say one thing too. The the the, um, the internet fucked it up for a lot of people yeah. because if I'm mad at you, all I gotta do is just go log on, swipe left, like a couple pictures, keep liking, keep liking, keep talking to this girl. Eventually, uh, you know, find a replacement. Yeah. So um, the internet, um, people's value system is is really just the shit that we value is really fucked all the way fucked up. Yeah. Like I'm old school. I'm I'll be 45 this year. So I grew up in a household. Like me, I don't know how old you are, but I'll be 39. Okay. So me seeing all like me seeing motherfuckers getting high off of likes is a joke to me. It's like you some stupid motherfuckers. Like, like when motherfuckers say shit on the internet, I reply back, the internet is not a real place. Mm-hmm. But motherfuckers want you to believe this shit is real. Mm-hmm. This shit's not real. What's real? Is and I don't really want to bring this up. Is me watching my mom pass from cancer. Mm. She never yeah. smoked a day in her life. That's real shit. That's yeah. the shit that matters. Or me bringing a child into this life. Or me proposing to my girl. That's real shit. Yeah. All this shit about fucking likes and you a fucking uh, a, a goofy ass trendsetter, mm-hmm. or you a fucking just just. I don't know. Maybe I'm the way I'm talking. I may sound long in the tooth to some people, but I'm old school, man. Yeah. Like when when we talking, look me in my fucking eyes. Uh, that's another thing I see with this generation is people don't look each other in the eyes. They be eye. looking all over the place. Yeah, I be wanting to just grab your fucking head over here. And talk <laughs> to you, man. Look at me. Look yeah. at me. Yeah. So that that's one. Those you know, couple things. I mean, even even talking to someone and looking in their eyes should give them a sense of reassurance that you're being forthcoming, you're being honest. Because yeah. if you can't look somebody in the eyes when you're talking to them and you got to look around, it's like, you got ADHD? Like, what's going on? Like, what's what's the problem? Like, make, well, make that personal connection with me. Well, my girl was saying, we talked about this, we talk a lot. She said, you know, we, we um, remember what happened with Reaganomics, right? You had crack babies having crack babies. Mm-hmm. Mm. Think about that. So all this wilding out you see, and you should see niggas wilding out. Remember, crack is a 
that shit was an yeah. epidemic in the 80s and 90s. So remember, those babies had babies and they're still having babies. Right. And that shit never leaves their system. Wow. Well, so you said we're dealing with a bunch of crackheads out here. I am no, no, I'm not I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that you're dealing, you have a lot of people in our community that refuse to address mental health issues. Yes. Yes. So I listen, we can we gonna be all over the place. We gotta Okay, social influences. Why do you think society in this false reality that we live in has such a strong grip on people, black people in the community? Dopamine. Mm, getting a rush. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the best way. It's, it's a high. You get a high from that shit. Shit, I, I fucking experience. I mean, we all human. You, you know, you get you put a picture out there like that. You know, I, I work on set and shit. I act and shit like that. I I do sound shit and I take you know pictures with the people that I mic up and shit. And every now and then, I may throw a fucking picture up of fucking you know an, an actress. All you gotta do is go to my page and see the shit I've been up to. Mm-hmm. And you know, you look at the the likes. Like I have no lot. I have a lot of pictures from a lot of projects with a lot of A-listers that I haven't posted. Mm-hmm. And, and for some reason, I'm kind of over that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm bored with that shit. So now, I'm, I just choose to pose, excuse me, I just choose to kind of, like, post, like, skits and shit like that, like, funny shit that, that me and my homeboy we plan on doing. Right. Because when I, when I think about it, these, these people, they've already made their money. So, um... And if you are a social influencer, I hope you're influencing people for the better. Right. Both male and female. Because hey, Betty. what I'm what's up, Betty? What I'm seeing is there's this this culture of just driving males and females apart. And there's this I'm attacking you and you ain't shit because you don't make that and you're yeah. male and just all this stuff and ah, my fucking head hurts. Y'all going to make me smoke. Let's right. just, just, just keep it 100. Just, just, can we get, can we get along? <laughs> right. Can't you know, we can just, we can we along? all just get along? Yeah, stop the bullshit. So if you have a, a social influence, right? What are some ways that you can use social media for the good to have a positive impact on people? I would, and, I, and I'm glad you asked me that because I thought about this not too long ago. I would basically talk to the men about um, how to date, um, how to stay married, how to divorce proof your marriage. Um, don't fuck around on your job. <laughs> don't that whole shit about having a work wife or a work husband. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. Don't have them at all. Yeah. That's that's the quickest way to walk into a Fulton County courthouse. And, and be seen in front of a judge. You there to work. That's it. Not to get your fucking rocks off. You can be cool with people, but don't all that other, like the two of y'all going out to lunch. Cause eventually that shit leads to something. You yeah. can talk all this shit about it. it's my work shit like that. But my platform would just be just like trying to really tell, try to really help men to understand like, not every woman is for you. Like you can see an attractive woman, and it just be that. 
And it's just that. Like, it's it okay, was- bro. Like, you don't have to shoot. You could put your sh- you could put the shotgun away, bro. You, you can't shoot. Everything. And you ain't got to shoot the whole club up either. <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I see attractive women every day. I, mm-hmm. I know what I got back at the house. So it's kind of like, do I really want to create? Because cause for me to do that now, guess what I got to start doing? I got to start lying. Yep. I got to go into my old bag of tricks. I got to start doing the stupid shit or the dumb shit that, used, that I used to do. Right. But now it's like, I don't, I don't have the energy. I'm so fucking focused on my acting and creating content that I don't, I don't have the time for that shit. Right. So it's interesting um, that you say the work wife and the work husband, because we all know that that exists uh, within any office, any workplace. Mm -hmm. Um, But so does, what do they call it? Code switching? Yeah, that's what it's called. Code switching. Code switching exists within corporate America specifically. Why, in your opinion, do you think um, some, I'm not going to say all, but some black, some African-Americans feel the need to code switch and, and take on this persona during nine to five and then be someone completely different once they get off or be themselves once they get off. Why can't they be who they... Well, um, this is the... <laughs> no, fuck me. <laughs> um, they, they, they're not comfortable with who they are. Um, there's some self-esteem issues there. And I think code, with code switching, I think there's some microaggressions there. Because if you got a code switch, you're you're no longer in control of your own narrative. Mm-hmm. So if I got a code switch for you, it means you control me. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna be a nigga, be a nigga. But you gotta oh, do it in a way. You gotta do it in a way that lets them know. Because I, me at work, where I, I'm, I'm a nigga all day, all day. That's that's. And when I say nigga, that don't mean I'm ignorant. That means I'm gonna talk my shit back to you. But I do it in a way. Where you were, if you tell me I'm not meeting my stats, well, I'm going to say, well, due to the environment of this place, I feel like what you're asking me for is a bit too much based on the pay rate and the hours that we are working. You see how, like, I'm still being a nigga. You see what I'm saying? But I'm not like, man, fuck you. I'm out of here. I'm going to the unemployment office. I'm not cursing them out. Like, you have to know how to to speak the vernacular. Now I'm using TI words. You got to know how to... um, basically be on their level you have to be yeah. eloquent you don't need to switch up right like i can get it i can i've been interviewed for it jobs for about uh, close to a week now with this shit on with this hair yeah like this you think i'm gonna fucking cut this thing you think i'm gonna fucking take a vaccine fuck you no no i'm not right i'm going i'm this is no this is this is gonna stay yeah. and when i walk into that office as a big six six foot four fucking black man mm-hmm. yeah i want you to shudder mm-hmm. Yeah, I want I want white men to go grab, you know, hide their white women and shit like that. That's what I want because I don't want them. No disrespect. But right. like just like I'm going to keep it real. Like I'm here to leave a fucking very, very positive legacy. I have a son and a daughter. I have a 14 year old daughter and an eight year old son. I don't have time for that shit. Mm-hmm. And truth be told. You shouldn't even be. You shouldn't even be black in America. You should be thinking about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I know I said something. Pick up the mm-hmm. phone and call. You should be thinking about running your own shit. Yeah, it's great that you went to school and you followed what your mama and your daddy did and all that other goofy shit. Mm-hmm. But you need to be thinking about working for yourself. Right. 
Okay. Okay. Come. I'm just saying what I need to say. I mean, yes. it's gonna help some people the wrong way. I know, but that's. I mean, hey, the truth hurts. So, in in corporate America, and and I know for me, when I'm at work and I come across more African Americans, more Blacks, it's almost like exciting. Like, okay, somebody that I can talk to, somebody who can relate, who can understand what's being said. Um, I don't know if you've heard this before in an in a office setting, but they always say that when there's a group of Blacks in the office huddled together, it's intimidating. Conspiracy. You said conspiracy? <laughs> That's what it's called. You've never heard that? No. You've never heard that? No. That's from the J. Edgar Hoover days. They used to lock black. They used to lock black men up. If it's two, two to three or more black men on a street corner, that's called a conspiracy. What? Like we're yeah. plotting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shucky ducky quack quack. Oh my gosh! So when when you're talking about other blacks in in, in corporate America, you gotta watch that too. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because listen. Because you got some you that want to come in and prove that they're not like the rest. So they're going to basically throw you under the bus, do whatever they got to do to make that point so that they stand far away from who you are and they're not associated with who you are. And, and it, it, it's crazy. Hey, man. Me, me in corporate America. I've been working in corporate America since I was 20. I'm the guy with the beach chair and binoculars. <laughs> like Baywatch. <laughs> By the by the time by the time you get to me, I don't prepare. I don't. Eh, I don't. I don't figured you out because I don't. Andrew Carnegie says, "Less is more." Yeah. One thing that Andrew Carnegie or is it Andrew Carnegie? No, it's John D. Rockefeller. He used to go in his meetings. He would. He would. It'd be ten people in a room. Mm -hmm. He would let everybody else in that room speak, and he would be the last person to speak. Mm. That's game right there. Don't don't talk a lot. Right. Don't talk a lot. I'm learning that. Mm -hmm. Less is more, and be yeah. and learn to be very vague and 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 sphinx like. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mm -hmm. um I read about that in uh, Forty Eight Laws of Power. Yeah, there you go. I had that book. I love yeah. that book. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't display how smart you are uh -uh. because now you're the target. Yeah, and you you gotta, and you gotta kind of teeter through all the laws at different yeah. times, and sometimes yeah. you use it to the fullest, and you sometimes you kind of back up. Yeah, yeah, so you gotta know. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, y'all. Uh, you guys are tuned into He Say What with my guest David Buchanan, and um, we are going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we will pick up where we left off. So you guys stay tuned. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's P here from P's Intuition. You guys might know me from Let's Connect with P's Intuition on He Said What Network. I provide spiritual guidance, energy cleansing, energy block removals, my famous honey drip for your skin and hair, um, and my famous bath salts. So if you would like to book a personal reading, please feel free to email me at psintuition222 at gmail.com or text me 336-942-9025 or you can follow me on Instagram at underscore pintuition underscore. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Love to 
assist you in any of your spiritual needs. Take care. All right, we are back, and you guys are tuned into He Said What. I am your girl, Simply Bree, and we have our guest, David Buchanan, and um, we just returned from our commercial break. Shout out to Peace Intuition, very, very mm -hmm. wonderful woman. Um, so let's hop on the subject of the Black household, because there are a lot of things um, growing up that we've experienced and not too many people can relate to, um, anywhere from having a big mama, uh, where the grandmother is the staple within the family um, to go into the grocery store with your parents or with your mom. And you know, don't you, you better not ask for shit. Don't, touch don't, shit. You. don't pick up shit. I'll beat your ass. Listen, okay. And don't ask for nothing. Period. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when it comes to the black households now, and you take a look at the way that the children you see in the community, um, and how they interact with the elderly, right? You got kids nowadays walking on the street, <laughs> knocking them out um, for fun, for entertainment. You got them cussing them out. I'm, I remember growing up, you you better not swear in front of no grown person. What? Nowadays, listen, your child swear in front of a grown person and that grown person approached the parent over the child. That's a fight. Don't tell my child what to do. What are we lacking? Where, where did the communication break um, from when we were growing up to how children are raised nowadays? I mean, honestly, there's no, there's no, there's no balance. Um, again, the 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 man is not in the, in the house that much, or he's not in the house at all. Mm -hmm. The women are doing the lion's share of the work, and y'all shouldn't be. Um, so now you gotta, you gotta play both daddy and mommy, mm -hmm. which messes you up even more because a masculine man is not going to date a masculine woman. So now right. you're as attractive as you are on the outside. Internally, you're very unattractive. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to be bumping heads with you. Men want a soft woman. We don't want another dude. You know, a regular heterosexual man and a full-blooded male does not want a woman that he has to bump heads with. It's it's unattractive. It's ugly. It's cool for you to be strong. I know I know women that are very strong and they're feminine. Mm -hmm. There's a it's it's real sneaky. It's very slick. It's very like almost like putting on a show. There's mm -hmm. there's no disrespect. Yeah. Either they know their lane, but then there's this like there's this expectation of what they want in a man, and and, and a feminine woman, the, like the ones that I know, they'll tell you, I don't want to do that. That's what you, that's what I got you here for. Like it's like, but these are older women though, right? So there's this, I don't know. There's a, there's this like this trans, this transition of like. Like men just need to kind of step out the way. Like we can kind of, you know, rivet and rosy. Like we can just roll our sleeves up. We don't, mm -hmm. we don't need y'all. And I kind of feel like in some ways the men have accepted that. Yeah. And then there's so many messages. I think another reason why the why the black household is being destroyed is the airwaves. Mm -hmm. Look at the music. Look at what's on TV. What's in the papers. I mean, just constantly. You look at all these movies and a lot of them, they just, I mean, they're just 
like I don't know if you ever seen that movie Airplane. No. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a scene in Airplane where this lady's just crying on on the plane, and then like you, they zoom out, and then there's like people behind her waiting to like smack the shit out of her because the plane is about to crash. So I kind of feel like in the black community, the black man is like that, and yeah. also the black woman is like that. Yeah. You got people lined up smacking the shit out of us, out yeah. of you and out of me. Yeah. Further dividing us. You right. Have, you you look at you look at um commercials on TV. The black woman is always by herself with two kids. Mm-hmm. And if she is with someone, it's not a black man. Right. Why is that? Yeah. I see it a lot. There's a lot of interracial, right. even I, movies and shows on Netflix. It's like they're pushing it. But 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 that's not but that's stranger than fiction. That's not reality. It's there. It's mm-hmm. there. That's that's cool. But that's not the reality. And I again remember there there are subtle there's a message in everything. Yeah. Things on things that you see on TV that happen in the media and all of that, they don't happen by happenstance. Right. So I said like there's a there's a lot I can say as far as being like a political act- activist and stuff like that. But I'm not trying to get killed over our people because we're not you you guys are not gonna pick up the mantle. Or the work right over you. And, and keep going. No, I'm gonna be dead in the street. They're gonna be like, that dude was funny. He is funny as hell, wasn't he? Yeah, nah, I'm not I'm not about to put a bullseye on my back. Right. No, Mm-mm. I got I need to raise my two kids. I'm yeah. good. And I, and I know that may sound selfish, but it's like, no, my kids, my kids need to be able to bury me. Yeah, yeah. Not I the agree. other way around. That's so real. do do you feel um in the way that times are going now, and I said this before, when you have children who are disrespectful to not just an adult, but to the elders, do you think we'll ever get back to a point where a, par- a parent or even just an adult will feel comfortable enough to approach another parent on a situation with the child or, or take corrective action, even if it's just verbal? It's there, but... <laughs> you got to remember most black holes are, most black households are being led by black women. Yeah. So with that being said, it's really really it's really really hard to approach and really say something to um some black women without them taking offense. Like it's it's tough. It really is. Um What do you think? I don't know. You got a lot of pressures. You know, it's this whole you have a lot. Okay, let me say this. You got a lot of black. Okay, number one, y'all are told y'all are constantly being told to be strong. Mm-hmm. And not realizing, honestly, and I and I could be wrong on this, but I've heard like a, a, a while back that y'all have a lot of heart problems. Mm. So all this being strong and and all that, eventually y'all y'all get sick. Yeah. So what you don't hear in the media a lot of times is black women going to the hospital and black women dying because they refuse to give you guys <laughs> good treatment. Right. It's like ah, right, we got you now. We mm-hmm. separated you from your man, and now you've taken all this stress on a raising all these damn kids by yourself. So of course mm-hmm. you're gonna be stressed out. So now you're mm-hmm. in the hospital. When you shouldn't be. Right. Or your poor choice in men 
or the fact that this dude didn't really step up to the it's it's just like I also think to um it's a sad situation. It's a lack of respect for sex. Mm-hmm. Um it's was really created in my opinion for married people for re- recreation and for creation. Mm-hmm. But we've taken it and we made it sport. Right, yeah. So it's like the Olympics. Yeah, and and I'm to answer your question, I think there are there's still there's still a, a village out there. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, there I would say there is, it's just, just not being shown. Right. But it's there. It's just it's there. So you said um in, in regards to the woman making a poor choice in men, um that is true. Uh, we do have a lot of, of of us who we know the guy is no good. We know that, you know, he's just not at a level of life where he should be entertaining any type of relationship. But yeah, mm-hmm. we feel we can improve you. We are the fixer uppers and we are Bob the Builder and we're going to upgrade you. Um, but what does that say about also the men who are at that level? And they still get into a relationship when they know that they're not at a comfortable and efficient place in life to really entertain a relationship, but they still do it. Uh-huh. It's it's they don't want to be alone. Yeah. They want to get the needs of their loins met. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be using this girl for her car. I mean, just for her resources. There's a whole bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot of stuff. Um, I'm gonna have you set for the car. That is true, though. Am I lying? Listen, listen, I don't, I'm no respecter of any sex. I'm gonna keep it real. Like, um, if a dude is fucking up, he's just fucking up, and that's what it is. And if a young lady's fucking up, then she's fucking up, and that's just what it is. So, again, like what I said earlier, it takes a man to raise another man. Now, not saying that a woman can't do that, but there's certain things that after a period of time, you should really, you know, that father should have that input. Right. Like he should be in that child's life. If like, yo, bro, like you have so many things that can take your son away. You got the streets, you got drugs, you got, you got all kind of shit. Why? Like, my, I talk to my kids damn near almost every day, even though they don't live with me. Mm-hmm. Me thinking about my son is eight. So me thinking about my son, like, fucking up in life, that shit scares me. Like, that should be, that. that's a fucking nightmare for me. Yeah. So under no circumstances, am I'm going to, um, King Kunta. Yeah, I hear you, bro. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Like for real, you you a stand up dude because there's not too many brothers that will step in and, and put that hat on and, and, and say, "Hey, I'm I'm the man in this house," so my hat goes off to you. Yeah. Um, but it, it takes a lot of work, and my son needs me. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that me and my girl was talking about was how these these companies are losing employees. Yeah, meaning like fuck money, like my like my like my time. Like, fuck your money. Your money don't mean nothing. Right. 
I need it. But then at the end of the day, it's like, man, my son needs me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I took my kids to go see Batman. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go take them to go do something else with them. Like, these kids want your time. They don't want your money. Right. And one thing I can remember growing up was my dad was always working. Yeah. And I always said to him, and I always said to him, like, what's important to you? You fast forward 20, 30 years later, I'm at my son is asking me the same question now. So what yeah. is that like? You know what I'm saying? Like that shit's painful. Right. I can remember asking my dad, what's important to you in your life? My dad said his car and his job, not his family. Right. So that shit hurt. But then now, unfortunately, I take on that ethos. I'm thinking like money is what makes Money is what makes the man. I'm out here grinding, going from set to set, killing myself. Yeah. And my kids don't see me. I'm too tired. I'm taking Saturday and Sunday to rest. So now I'm at a point like, man, keep y'all money. Fuck right. it. I'll grind another way and get it. I'd rather be able to talk to my son and my daughter and take them shopping. And just, man, fuck it. Nigga, I live yeah. out my car if I have to. Yeah. My kids need me. Our kids... Black children need black fathers. I'm not gonna fucking. I'm I'm not gonna change my stance on that. I don't give a fuck what the media is talking. Black fathers need to be in these kids' life. Stop yeah. bullshit of this single-minded bullshit. No other race of people are promoting this bullshit. Right. Pay attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. No other fucking culture. We're the only dumbasses that do that shit. Mm-hmm. And yes, I, I did say the word dumbass. Please come down off your fucking high horse. Yeah. This like we're we're in a really bad situation. We need to stop this shit and come together, like for real, for real. Have a fucking woosah moment, talk mm-hmm. that shit up, write it out, whatever the fuck we got to do, and get it together. Because no other, no other race of people are doing the shit that we're doing. Pay right. attention to that. And and the interesting thing, and I said this before, um, one night on my story, it's just like. Women have gotten to the point now where we are so focused on building ourselves up, which there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with advancing in life. But what are you going to do with six and seven master degrees? What are you going to do with all those damn degrees? Hang them up on your wall. The fuck? Hang them up on your wall. Hang, hang them up in your condo looking out over uh, Beverly Hills. No. Okay. I'm being an asshole. I know. (laughs) The time that you spend going to school, getting this education, Mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're creating this, this, these higher expectations when it comes to relationships where now I have all these accolades. So why should I settle for someone who doesn't? And guess what? Check this out. Real talk. Uh, Two things. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's just say I'm not dating my, I'm, I'm, I'm no longer in a relationship and I meet a woman and she's telling me that. The first thing I'm going to tell her is that that's really nice that you know how to study and do a brain dump and write papers. But at the end of the day, I really don't care about that. That's good for you. Yep. That, that, that belongs all to you. You trying to use that as a baton to beat me over the head with that shit. Unattractive. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I do care that you do know how to read and write um, and take showers and baths. And uh, get your hair done. <clears throat> that's very important. Hygiene is very important. But that's not that's not going to keep me. That that keeps you employed. Right. Now, my girl was saying our counterparts 
she says, if you pay attention, our counterparts, they link up in college. Mm-hmm. And they date through college and they graduate and then that's it. They find their boo in college and they graduate and they come out. They broke as fuck. They broke yeah. as fuck, but they're they like this. Together. But yeah. they're working together and they live in their mom's bare, uh, uh, basement for about in a year garage. or two. Yep. And they come out and they're straight. We're not doing that. Black women are taught to get that degree. Get 10 of them. Get 10 of them if you have to. Yeah. Don't worry about dating. Ain't no good men out here. Nope. Come to our side where the water, where the ice is a lot colder. Yeah. And the water is a lot bluer. Come to our side. Forget mm-hmm. these men over here. You don't need them. Yeah, you don't you don't need none of them. You, don't you got need your no own money. You can finance yourself. Of, of any color for that matter. Now, pay attention to how you're not having you're not creating a black family unit, but the right. others, but the people on the other side, they're doing like this. And you're still going like this. You're linear. You're not going up. And now you're frustrated and you're wondering why. Like a woman, you're a woman who's your same age, different color, is married. Mm-hmm. Two kids. But you're out here single as fuck. Mm-hmm. Sexing it up in the city. And you can't and you're trying to tell me there's not one decent man out here for you? Right. Not one. Not even Jesus. It's good enough for you. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't get into all that. I don't pay attention to all that. Uh, it's yeah. like, hey, that's how you feel. Hey, run with that shit. It's almost like you. It's it's like I said. Like it starts to create these unrealistic expectations that are ultimately pushing the black man out of the picture. Um, and then the black man that does meet these super high expectations don't want. What them. makes you think he wants you? Um, let me say this. I don't think there's anything wrong like if, for, for a woman to want all of that. You as a man, remember, you have the power of, of choice. You yes. can say either yes or no to that woman. You don't have to stay with that woman. If you know that woman is out of your league, my brother, it's all good, bro. <laughs> like backtrack, like like fall back. Like it's cool. Yeah. Like don't let your ego get in the way because you know if she makes more than you and at some point, like if she's in some like some slick ways, kind of like rubbing it in your face. Yeah, it's going it's going to come out. All right. So what you need to do is you don't need to date that woman. You need to leave her alone. And that's and there's nothing wrong with that. You need to date somebody in your lane on your financial income, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, whatever it is. But just just date someone that you know that y'all could get along because eventually She's constantly gonna be throwing that shit up in your face, and it's and it's fucking annoying because I've had to deal with that before, and I don't have time for that shit. And, and you end up resenting that person, right? So, um, crime and culture. When it mm-hmm. comes to the black community, crime definitely <laughs> runs high. Um, a lot of people. What you see in the news is like black on black crime is high, but crime against black individuals is high. Period. Um, is there anything that we can do to help prevent ourselves from becoming a victim when it comes to police brutality, injustice, um, anything. You really can't prevent police brutality, sweetie. <laughs> it's just yeah. what it is. You can't. As far as black on black crime, I mean, you got to, and I'm going to say this, and I'm a, and what about white on world crime? Like, what's going on in the Ukraine? Mm-hmm. 
motherfuckers just like, hey, we <laughs> knocking on their knocking on their door and saying we, we want you back. Nobody talks about that, but that's mm -hmm. a whole nother topic. Um, black on black crime. It's sad. It happens. Um, I think that happens because we don't know how to talk to each other. We talk at each other. We're, you also got to understand, too, it's in the music. We're being programmed to kill each other. Please understand that. These rappers that you see out here, you don't have to name any names, but just listen to the music. The frequency that it's being tuned to is, is a negative frequency. I don't know the exact number. I think it's a 430 megahertz or 530, but mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure one of your listeners, they'll probably Google it and be able to set me straight on that. But mm -hmm. it's tuned that way. It's it's called uh, a dissonance dissonance chords or something like that. My friend mm -hmm. was talking about that. These are dissonance chords, they're negative chords. Um, that shit gets in your head after a while. I don't know if you ever like go to Atlanta and just really watch the brothers that's walking around. Mm -hmm. They all kind of look alike. Why is that? They listen to the same music. Exactly. They're all bopping and walking and shit like that's not yeah. by accident, sweetie. That's not by accident. It be tripping me out when I see them and they got the headphones on and they just like it's like that's done on purpose. But then, but here's the thing though, what I'm what I'm what I'm starting to realize is there's some mental illness that starts to kind of form because I'm starting to see more young black men and women young that are mentally ill. Yeah, and I kind of feel like that music kind of plays a part in it because it's it's oh, yeah. vile. And violent as fuck. Yeah. So the so the the music plays a part. What we're what we're what we're being told, like um, you know, I need a bag and fuck that nigga if he ain't got this, and mm -hmm. I'm gonna come in this bitch face or you know, skeet in her <laughs> mouth and all that. Where's the love, man? Right. You don't love each other no more. Even the love music ain't the same. Hold on. I can I can remember playing music at my job right now, and he's in he, the younger generation, like in their twenties, they looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm playing Al Green, yeah, fucking Luther Vandross, and they looking at me crazy. They want to put on Future and fucking uh, the Baby and Little Baby. Yeah. It got so bad to the point where somebody wrote a letter to corporate and kiboshed that whole situation. Because wow. you got older, you have older men and women in there. They don't want to hear that shit. No. No. It's disrespectful. And that goes back to respecting your elders. How the fuck can you be so comfortable with playing that music around people that's older than you? Come on, now. If you're going to play it, at least play it in your car. Or play right. it in your house. Play it in your AirPods, something. But I, I truly feel like the music... Because remember, music is a message. And if yeah. you're constantly listening to the same fucking song, and that message is constantly being programmed to this into this little gray matter right here... Mm -hmm. Whatever you put in here, translate and comes out into this. Yes, and that's why in the clubs, the clubs, clubs. The, the DJ. Well, you know, back in the days, mm -hmm. the DJ controls the crowd with the music. If you want to get Piper. people rowdy, you put on that rowdy music. Little John, the pipe, the, the pipe piper. Yeah, yeah. So and so so again, understand that. People have studied us. They know our frequency. And they're going to keep, they're going to keep messing with us until right. we wake up and realize we got to turn this shit off or turn this shit down 
yeah. or start doing some meditation <laughs> or yeah. something or start chanting or fucking using one of these motherfuckers right here. Mm-hmm. These little Tibetan, Tibetan, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm weird like that. One of these motherfuckers to put themselves <laughs> in a good mood. I don't give a shit what people think. It puts me in a good mood because yeah. it's tuned to a certain frequency when I when I use it. It put, yeah. automatically. All right. negative thoughts. Yeah, it's called a Tibetan sound bowl. You can get it on Amazon. 20 bucks. See? I like that. Yeah, just... I'm not doing it the right way, but there's videos oh. on YouTube that you can, oh, you you can just use. Fucked it up. Okay. All right. So <laughs> yeah, I know. we're going to end it with black love and relationships. So we did have a question. Do you think location is a factor in why young black women can't find a man? And when you say location, what do you, what do you mean? Where like, you're located, Georgia, Atlanta, Houston, Miami, Chicago. Nah, nah, I don't, I don't get into all that. There's, there's, there's good black women here. There's mm-hmm. good black men here. I don't, I don't uh, get into all that. You just need to uh, <laughs> just, just really just, just take your time, work on yourself yeah. and and actually, pray, you know, whatever the, the God of your choice is, yeah. ask the universe, whatever you, whatever God you believe in, to to bring you a a friend, because that's what that's really what your wife or your girlfriend is is your best friend. Yeah, yeah, and you got to make sure that you, you got to make sure you're ready. You got to make sure that you got your stuff together because you can't be sitting here praying and asking for somebody and yeah. you struggling in life. Period. Yourself. Yeah. And, and the thing about it, like I bring my own personal situation into it. My girl, her son has seizures a lot. Mm. I've seen them shits at least two or three times. Mm-hmm. Somebody on the outside may say, well, are you ready for that? Yeah, I'm ready for that. Right. Guess what? If, when I married her, married the just like brother put, he said five, five children. Yeah. That's what I signed up for. Fuck that. All, all that. Uh, I don't know. No, no, I'm here. I'm ready for duty. Yeah. So I've literally, yeah, I've, I've literally had to lift this young man. While he's having a seizure, up three flights of steps. Mm-hmm. Wow, no joke, man. It's it's no joke being in a relationship. And if you just in a relationship just to get your rocks off, you a fucked up individual. Mm-hmm. I'm with this woman because I truly love her. Like this is my fucking soulmate. This is a woman that is has been through so much shit. Her mom was killed wow. many years ago. It was hit by a stray bullet in Atlanta. While holding her first child. Wow. The day that she passed, she got into an argument with her mom and stormed out. Mm. This is what I mean. Like, you have to take the time to, like, really love those who love you. She's worked, she's worked through that. And I'm pretty, she's pretty strong. But through all that, she's still able to laugh, still able to smile, still able to progress. And me and her have been through some really times where we fucking hated each other. Seriously. Like, I'm being real with you. When you talk about black love and relationships, there was a point in time, man, where we broke up and I'm just chilling. I'm going out. I'm out in Atlanta, dipping and bopping, going to Hawks games, getting, you know, really good seats. I'm doing whatever with females over here. She's to herself. And every now and then I would call. She wouldn't pick up. Every now and then I call. She would pick up. We talk, have a casual conversation. And I'm telling you, man, it's something about having, like, 
a conscience and a soul to say, you know what? We sat down. I knocked on her door. Matter of fact, we had a conversation, wrote some shit on some cards, on some index cards, and we sat down and she said, these are the things that I don't like about you. These are the things that I need you to change. And I wrote down the things that I needed to change about her. And in a matter of a year or two, all that shit, all the bullshit, all the stumbling blocks went away. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like you, communication, like you really got to love this person. Like I love this woman from the top of her crown down to her ashy feet. My my feet ashy too. But I love this woman. That's you gotta have. Like you gotta love this part. And, and and this is this is not about like sex. No, this is my best fucking friend. Yeah. Like, she has me on the floor laughing. We discuss shit. We plan shit. Another thing too. If you're in a relationship with somebody, I suggest you motherfuckers go get a safe and put money in that safe. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Put money in the safe for emergencies. She got a key. I got a key. Mm-hmm. There's no... There's yeah, no hiding from one another. Nah. But see, we we working on we working on getting married. So yeah. I, don't, I don't have time for the eh, you know, no, this is this is what I need. Yeah. Get that woman that's your friend. Like, yeah, she could be, you know, visually appealing. But do you get along with her? Do y'all get along? She could be very sexually stimulated. But can she stain your ass after five minutes? Mm, that's the question. Can you stand his ass after five to ten minutes? Yeah. What's your relationship like is when he going through something or she going through something? Where are you? Because right. that's the true test of a relationship. Fuck all that happy time going to fucking like um, all these expensive ass restaurants. That ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about when her dad or my dad is in the hospital or I get sick mm-hmm. or she's stuck on the side of the road two o'clock in the morning. Where you at, bro? What happens then? What's, what's up then? Where you at? Or you just going to say, hey, man, call AAA. Because at that point, she ain't going to fuck with you no more. Right. You ain't shit to her. Yeah. Cause she can do that by herself. You're damn right. So that's all I gotta say, man. It's just you the the role of a of a boyfriend or a husband in a relationship, you should feel very special that that woman let you into her life. If she's special to you, let you into her life and she's spending time with you and she's vulnerable. Yeah. As far as sharing her deepest, darkest secrets and just communicating and shit, don't fuck that up. Mm. For nothing, especially man. thinking that there's something better out there's there. There's nothing, ain't shit out there. It may look visually appealing at the end of the day. You like, man, I wish I would have had a V8. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, ain't shit out there, man. I promise you, I'm I'll be 45 years old, man. They ain't shit out there at all, at all. But cases, chaos, and disease. It's mm-hmm. a lot of that. Yeah, I used to work in an AIDS clinic. Oh no! Doing IT, yeah. So I've seen it all. That's a whole nother topic, though. Ooh, I ain't got no banner for that one. Nah, uh, that's... So, Sorry. last question for you: As a member of the Black community, I am proud of our achievements. Mm. Our achievements. 
how we still, regardless of what happens to us, we're very resilient. Very, we're some, we're tough. We're very tough. Yeah. And people know that shit. That's why they have to keep a keep a boot on us. Right. Because if that boot ever comes off, it's over. It's fucking lights out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice answer. All right. So what we're gonna do now is I want you to let everybody know how can they reach out to you, how can they subscribe to what you got going on, and how can they follow you? Um, they can follow me on actor underscore david buchanan um as far as what i got going on i got a couple things i actually wrote a list um i'm gonna be shooting i'm actually gonna be um <laughs> i got booked for two roles um the first role is for a project named mezzo i'll be playing a um a hotel brother mm -hmm. um named brother akeem you know and the other project is triggered where I'll be a lawyer, mm -hmm. um, but this guy is abusive. So he's an abusive lawyer or whatever. I'll be shooting that in April. And then I have my own thing going on with my friend called Switch to Birth. Another thing I'm doing is learning how to pitch TV shows. Mm -hmm. And today, as of today, I got an audition for Queen Sugar. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, can't get too deep into it, but I got it. So I got to put myself on tape. You know, I got... 24, 48 hours to put myself on tape. So um, literally, like, before I got started doing this, so, like, mm -hmm. I was watching Queen Sugar just to get a, a vibe of the show and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, your boy is busy. Um, <laughs> I got oh, damn busy. Yeah. No, I didn't get it yet. I'm just, I mean. No, you got it. Just got to, you know, you take my time. Yeah. So That's I'm excited. Amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. Congratulations. And I know me and you, we're going to be working together because we yep. got some stuff coming up um, yep. that you yes, know, we can't really let y'all know yet. You know, we got some soup cooking. Yes, yes. So you guys will definitely see David on He Said What Network. So make sure that you guys stay tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, man, David, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, I'm always thankful. Um, your, let me tell you, your commercial that you had did with <laughs> the, the love attorney. Have you played it recently? I've played or? it several times. What was the reaction? They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, let's play that one more time so you guys can really get it. Yeah, yeah. You, okay. You, you are amazing. You need a part two today. You need to have a client oh, or someone. Oh well, I got some more characters coming up. Oh, we about to get real ignorant. We about the to get wig real ignorant. was <laughs> <laughs> smoking a cigarette and everything. <laughs> oh my gosh! Make sure you guys follow David on Instagram. Um, just look him up. Look him up all over social media, and make sure that you show your love and your support to him. Um, you can always follow the network at He Said What Network. Mm -hmm. um, let us know what you thought about tonight's show. If you are listening, we appreciate you guys downloading this episode. Let us know what you think. Drop the comments. Um, if you want to reach out to David directly and see what kind yeah, of work. Give us some feedback. Do. Yes, feedback. Is I'm willing to listen. You know what I mean? I'll listen. You know, I'm not, I'm not opposed to like, you know, because I'm pretty sure everybody has their own experiences so i'm willing yeah. to listen i'm open-minded i'm willing to listen and give constructive you know have a real conversation like how we're talking right now so yeah definitely 
Well, um, if you want to follow me on social media, just Google Simply Bree and you'll find all of my other handles up there. It's all under Simply mm-hmm. Bree. Um, but with that being said, thank you all for your comments. Thank you all for your support. And um, continue to support the network, continue to support our guests, and make sure that you let people know that we're here. We're mm-hmm. here. We're dropping the gems. We're dropping the transparency. And we're being 100% honest. Um, tomorrow is Simply Bree and That B starts at 8.30 p.m. until 9.30. Make sure you guys tune in. We are going to be talking about what you want versus what you go for. Does it Does it level up? Or is one higher than the other? That's a whole nother to- That's a whole nother episode from life. Like that's like two months from now. Yeah, <laughs> I could talk on that, but I know you got to go. So we gonna have and look. You, he he's gonna be back. Make sure you guys remember to say he's definitely gonna be back. So with that being said, you guys, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful evening, and we will catch you on the flip side. Bye.